We welcome all who come to St. Anne's today and to those who join us by way of live stream here at the 11 o'clock Mass on this beautiful day in Washington. Note that your spiritual communion means much to us as it does to you because we're united with you in bonds of charity and prayer for you are sick or shut in. Know that we are one family in the faith of Christ. I'm always impressed by people who can solve problems very quickly. They know what they're doing, they have an answer to the problem, and they do it. I think of finance people, bookkeepers and auditors and accountants and people that are really good with finance. You can give them your financial position on paper and within a minute or two they can look at a couple of columns and figures and say, uh, yeah, there's your problem. Right there. Or, hey, that's good right there. That, keep that one going because in about a year, given the tax structures and this and that and interest rates, and they have it all figured out. They have it all figured out. And I say, I just gave you 25 pages of figures and you could do that in one minute? Oh yeah, that's what I do. Nuclear engineers, they could look at an equation, so complex to me, I have no idea what that gibberish looks like on paper, but wow, they get it. Car mechanics, turn your engine on, up, oh, there's the problem. How'd you know that? I just know, Father. And by the way, lots of other things too. My dermatologist, for years, I'd go in for my exam and he'd carry on a conversation with me for 30 minutes. And I said, doctor, when are you gonna do the exam? He said, I just did. I've been looking at your skin for 30 minutes. I know exactly you're okay. Amazing. And the list goes on and on. People that get it very quickly, it seems so complex and so mysterious to me, but they know the answer. They can figure it out so quickly. It's amazing. Now, as you know, I love to garden and landscape, and so many times people come along and say, oh, you must be the gardener. Are you the gardener here? And so I play along and say, sure, I'm a lot of things, but that's fine. Sure, I'm the gardener. How do you make your grass so green? How can there's not one leaf on your curb? Wow, how do you do it? I can't get my garden to grow. What's your answer? I say water. <laughs> Just water it. Just water. Very simple. In other words, these people that get it and know how to bring a solution to a problem very quickly, they make it simple. They make it very simple. Their answers are simple and clear. For me, it's complex, but for them, it's very simple. They can do the job without a lot of drama, 
when it comes to computers or cell phones, I have no idea what I'm doing and I'm trying to figure it out and I'm getting really confused and impatient. And this kid comes along and says, I know it, just press that. What would what, you do? What? It works. Oh my God. They keep it simple. They know the answers. Now that's what's going on in part with this dishonest steward. He's up against losing his job. His master has found out that he's a bad guy. And he figures it out really quickly. He doesn't go into anxiety or depression over it. He doesn't spend days or months brewing over it. He says, I know what I'll do. I've got the answer. I'll go to these debtors and I'll reduce their debt and they'll like me and appreciate me and maybe they'll help fire me or not, but I've got a job maybe too. I'm gonna work this out. I have the answer. And he does it in a very methodical way. And the master commends the dishonest steward for acting, the word says here, prudently. I would use the word cleverly. He's a clever man. He gets it. He knows the answer to this problem, and he just does it. He keeps it simple. And I think our Lord is trying to say, look, that's to be applauded. Keep it simple. When it comes then now to the spiritual life. So our Lord says, I tell you, the children of this world are more prudent, clever, in dealing with their own generation than are the children of light. He's saying, look, a lot of us do get the world, whether it's finance or politics or whatever, we get it. Some of us get it more than others. We are specialists or technicians in whatever we do, whether doctors or lawyers or whatever. But when it comes to the spiritual life, a lot of us do get lost. We're not very good at keeping it simple. We make our spiritual life way too complex, way too complicated. And then we get frustrated because we don't have the answers to those questions. We can't solve the problem as readily as we can the stuff of the world. So you keep it simple. There are so many people, I can tell you, who understand finance and politics and can solve lots of problems immediately. They know computers and cell phones and all of that stuff, great. But their biggest question is about identity. Who am I? What's my person, purpose in life? What's my mission? Why am I here? Why do I exist? All those existential questions these are the big ones. And they look around and they maybe read or go online and find books and they attend lectures and workshops and seminars and, and after all of that, they're still looking. They're still searching. Now I'm preaching to the choir because you in spiritual matters as children of the light can help them to keep it simple. You have the answers. They're great at finance and politics and all the other stuff that goes on in the world, but when it comes to their spirit, they're a mess. And they're just making it complicated. And you can say, look, I got the answer. 
I got a couple of answers for you. So yeah, why, why do I exist and what's my identity and what's my purpose in life? And you can say, you were made, you exist to know, love, and serve God in this life and your neighbor so that you could do so most perfectly in the next. And they'll look at you and say, that's so simple. Mm-hmm. Keep it simple. You have the answer. I've been looking for prayer. I don't know how to pray. I've tried this. I've tried that. Oh, what do I do? How do I do it? I have the answer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Keep it simple. And lots of things like that. You know your faith. Go back to the fundaments of your faith. It's very simple. Christ did not produce a manual, a policy book. He didn't write a constitution. He kept it very simple, actually. And if people come along and say, well, what do you believe? I, I want to know what you really believe. You can say, okay, I believe in one God, the Father, the Son, and the Creed. We profess it every Sunday. Keep it simple. You have the answers. You have answers to give people who are looking and making lives very complicated, much too complex. Now, when it comes to Catholics, too, you know, I get people in confession often who are, well, they have scrupulous consciences. Let's be honest. And they've been nailing themselves on the cross for years with the guilt and the shame and their story. And you say, honey, take yourself off the cross. Someone else needs the wood, right? Keep it simple. No, Father, no, no. And I want to go through my entire examination of conscience all my life, from the beginning of my first sin. I said, we don't have time for that. There are people waiting outside. We don't have time for that. You've already been forgiven for those sins. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. No, no, no. And so, with people like that, I'll tell you, the most frustrating thing for them is when I give them a penance for all of that. They've been in there 30 minutes telling me everything and oh, beating themselves up. Oh, I'm unworthy, I'm unworthy, I'm unworthy. And I say, for your penance, one Our Father. No, it has to be more, Father. See, make it simple. Now, that drives some people nuts. Do you know that? It's ironic. If you keep it simple, it can drive people crazy because they're looking for more complexity, more drama. They want more of that. No. One, our Father. Go. It's finished. When you think about the Mass, too, friends, you know, it's rather simple. It's not complex. It's the Liturgy of the Word, the Liturgy of the Eucharist, and then the Mass is ended, go in peace. It's very simple. For an hour and seven minutes, once a week, or if you come to the 7.30 a.m., we're out in 34 minutes and 16 seconds. Why? Because there's a lot of people that want to tee off at Columbia Country Club and they want to get out on time. But keep it simple. In fact, the Second Vatican Council speaks about the Mass, the liturgy, as noble simplicity 
with reverent efficiency. Let's repeat that. Noble simplicity with reverent efficiency. Keep it very simple. Because the more and more you want to do, it gets more complicated. Keep it simple. I think here at St. Anne's, we do that. We attempt to make our liturgy, our worship, noble simplicity with reverent efficiency. Because then we can focus on the things that really are important and not get caught up with a lot of complication and noise. Too much noise, noise, noise. We, we're quiet. We keep it simple. There's a beauty about that. There's a truth about that. And that's why our Lord says to his disciples, when you pray, keep it simple. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, etc. And he keeps it simple over elements of bread and wine, right? He doesn't go on and on by saying, this bread, which is a sign of our fellowship and, and our love for each other, the communion of humanity, and he doesn't give a speech. In that mo momentous moment, that moment of truth, Jesus does not give a speech. I want you all to know that he doesn't go on. He says what? This is my body, period. This is my blood. Wow. Wow. When you're invited to pray, for example, over food. So would you lead us in prayer? Maybe a blessing? And people go on and on and on. God, Father, we have this beautiful day in Washington, and we're just so grateful for all the stuff we've got, and I want to recognize my grandmother who's here. And they, they, honey, bless the food. We're getting hungry. It's getting cold. Keep it simple. Bless us, O Lord, and these very simple. If you look at your prayers, they're pretty simple. So that's what our Lord is saying. Keep your spiritual life simple. If you're smart about the stuff in the world where you make things simple because it may be too complex for others, great. So in the spiritual life, share that simplicity. Keep it simple. Keep it neat. Keep it short. Keep it sweet. Just like a good homily, right? Three things. Be brief. Be sincere. And be seated.